Hello, and welcome to the Club Coco Bell podcast. It's my absolute pleasure to introduce you to the women that are living life on their terms and creating their own personal definition of success and what that means to them. Listen to their wins, their mess ups, and how they tackle the challenges that so many women face on a daily basis. Think of this podcast as your auditory hug. I hope it inspires you to be brave and take the actions that you know in your heart are right for you. Just know you're not alone and we've got your back. Feel free to leave me a message or a comment. I'd love to hear from you and I really hope you enjoy the show. Again, this show was recorded more than a year ago, but nonetheless, I'm thrilled to introduce my next guest who is an absolute rock star. She is Amalia Brightly Gillett, the Managing Director from Family Business Place. Not only is this a business that practice what they preach by employing actually quite a few of their own relatives, but they are the authority in the UK as a company for helping other family businesses achieve success and overcome their challenges. On a very personal note, Amalia also chats through what it's like to lose a business and her experiences with postnatal depression. I'm very appreciative that she shared this with us and I hope you enjoy the show. So welcome to the show, Amalia. It's so nice to have you here today. And I'm really excited to talk about, obviously, your journey and um, the journey of your business as well, because you run um, a really awesome business, a family business place. Um, First of all, do you want to just talk to um, the viewers what a family business place actually does and what it involves? Okay, so family business place is an events and membership company. Um, founded by my mum and I 10 years ago. Wow. So we were a family business running a marketing agency and um, sort of realised that family businesses have their own complexities, their own nuances, um, that people who are doctors or who work in a bank or in a corporate company never have to worry about that at work. Mm-hmm. So working alongside your mum or your dad or your brother or taking the business over from your grandparents, or it, those sorts of things can really influence what happens in a business if there is family dynamics at work Mm -hmm. so we just thought these businesses are really unique and that is what makes them really really special Mm -hmm. so we want to build somewhere where they can go to meet from each meet each other share learn network do business with each other Mm -hmm. but also a place where we could publicize them shout about them from the rooftops so that people understood that family businesses really are at the heart of every community they're the heart of every high street um and that they're when you're buying from a family business mm-hmm. you're helping that family put food on the table that they employ over nine million people in the UK mm-hmm. um, and there are over four million family businesses in the country so we just thought wouldn't it be wonderful if there was this brilliant community where they could all meet each other and share with each other and and do business mm. and really help each other grow so we started out 10 years ago as a tiny little community and it's just grown and grown and grown and you know we've got everything from husband and wife startups in Cumbria, we've got a 26th generation butcher in Dorset, we've got fantastic IT tech companies in London. So it doesn't matter who you are, what industry you're in, if you're a family business, then you're welcome to be part of our community, which has been, it's been a fantastic journey. We've met the most incredible people, as you can mm-hmm. imagine, entrepreneurs, building businesses, building empires. So, 
No, it's such a super concept. And I mean, like you say, like families at the best of times, they have, well, they have business, family businesses have their own unique challenges. Yeah. Families can be volatile at the best yeah. of time. And then when you add in that business and having to make a business work, yeah. that just adds so much more. But sometimes being a family mm-hmm. in a business means that when times are really hard, you just Pull, knuckle down yeah, and you, you get together. on with it together. And you're sharing those difficult moments as a family and putting each other through, which is very different to running a business on your own mm-hmm. or being part of a, a corporate company where you could be made redundant tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so the great thing about being a family business is when it's tough, you just batten down the hatches. Mm-hmm. And they're types of company who they don't want to make people redundant. They don't want to let people go. They want to just let's get through this however we can. Yeah. And there are businesses out there that are you know, 50, 100, 300 years old. So they've been through recessions. They've been through wars. They've mm-hmm. been through all sorts but I think it's the very fact that they are a family business that's mm-hmm. the reason they're still here today okay and as you're as you said you're a family business and it's um that dynamic that um having a family behind it where you pull together and you really knuckle down you batten down the hatches and you get through it no matter what it takes have you as a business experienced that yourself yeah so I think I mean, you probably can't, you wouldn't meet any successful entrepreneur without hearing that they've they've been to the bottom, they've been at the very lowest point in their life somewhere along the line. Um, and for us, um, my mum founded a, a brilliant branding marketing agency um, 25 years ago, mm-hmm. employed 15 people, um, and unfortunately we lost the business. Um, and that was 10 years ago. I was working for her, and it was really hard to put your own mum's business into liquidation, mm-hmm. something she had b- built for... 15 20 years you know she hadn't been there in the evening she'd sacrificed a lot of family life in order to build this fantastic company and Mm -hmm. give us a great lifestyle so it was really then hard to lose all that and I just left university and joined the company and so to be part of that Mm -hmm. it was it was horrendous it was heartbreaking it was just awful for us for the staff for our family and particularly Mm -hmm. for my mum um, and at that time, obviously, we found all of her team jobs, which is fantastic. Amazing. But it left my mum and I thinking, right, OK, what are we going to do now? Um, and we could have started another marketing agency. She had a great network um, of clients. But we had just started this tiny little thing called mm-hmm. Family Business Place. And we just thought, you know what? This is our chance to do something. Every cloud has a silver line, doesn't mm-hmm. it? And everything happens for a reason. Definitely. So let's take this tiny little gem called Family Business Place and let's make it something special. Um, and do something really, really meaningful that we can look back on in 10, 20, 50 years' time and think, do you know what, we did that, we built that community. So that's what we decided to do. So we picked ourselves up, and you can either spend your energy being angry mm-hmm. and hunting down the people that put you there, or you can take that ball of energy and make it something fabulous. Mm-hmm. So that's what we decided to do. So here we are today, and you know we've built the business together. We're now a team of eight. Um, my mum became the chairman last year. I became managing director. Amazing. Um, so we're, we're living it and breathing it. So we are a family business. Um, we're doing what it says on the tin. Um, and I look back to 10 years ago and I just think, Do you know what? Yes, things happened for a reason. It was horrendous. It was horrific. Um, but somehow we're still here. We still love each other, care mm-hmm. for each other, and we've managed to build a wonderful business together. So that's really yeah. good. So the fact, the very fact that you've been through that ten years ago and you had those challenges, don't you feel that that has really helped you now be in a better place and better qualified to help businesses and family businesses that are going through those similar challenges? Yeah, I think in this in this world of business where it's really tough, so you have to do double the amount of work for half the price these days just yep. to stay afloat. Um, I think it's really important that people believe in you mm-hmm. and. 
and that you are authentic and genuine. So the fact that we are a family business, mm -hmm. we are living it, breathing it. We've been through the succession process. We employ non-family members. Um, I think that's what people like about it. So, you know, we can understand what they say. We can empathise with what they're going through. And it, it's, it's sort of become a bit of a support network. Mm -hmm. When times are tough, there are other people like you out there that have been mm -hmm. through a similar thing. And when things are going well, it's great to be able to celebrate with other people that really appreciate it. So I think, you know, in this world of business where you are doing business with people, mm -hmm. um, it's so important that you're authentic and that people can really, can really see that in you. Yeah, definitely. And like you say, being authentic. And I think people just sometimes want someone to say to them, yeah, I get it. I do really understand what you're going through. And that really helps them a lot, as well as the fact that you've got an ex like a wealth of knowledge. To... And, and in a family business, and we've talked about work-life balance, in a mm. family business, I don't think there's such a thing because work is your life. Yes. And your life is work. Yes. So I think, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't walk into work at nine o'clock and suddenly become a different person. No. That person that you, you were on Sunday afternoon around the kitchen table is the same person that rocks up on the Monday morning mm -hmm. because you know this business that you've built it's been your baby mm -hmm. the blood sweat and tears you've sacrificed things so I don't think there is any distinction in a family business mm -hmm. of course you have to be disciplined about when you get home maybe we don't talk about it because my kids don't want to hear about all that all day yeah. um but I don't I think when you're in a family business or when you run any business if you're yes. an entrepreneur mm -hmm. um there's no such thing as work-life balance because work is your life mm -hmm. and you don't even call it work you don't think about it as work yeah. it's providing a livelihood for you and your fluid, family isn't it? and for the future yeah yeah so yeah you're the same person and because there is obviously this massive like thing around having a work-life balance and people say you should have it and then if you don't have it you feel like you're failing and then people say that you will never have it because they'll always be in sort of flux and they'll yeah. change but no I completely agree with what you're saying they're you should be fluid and you should be the same person. And I met a really fantastic guy last week and he talked about, rather than work-life balance, about managing your energy. Mm -hmm. And that's a really, I think that's a great concept. So if, you, if it's Monday morning and you just feel rubbish and you just don't feel like you've got great energy, mm -hmm. it's okay to take the dog for a walk. It's yeah. all right, you don't have to be at your desk. And it's this thing about being present all the time, people making sure you're working because you're at your desk. Mm -hmm. But actually, if you can manage your energy... And if you decide, you know what, Saturday mornings are great for me. I go for a run and then I can get loads of work done. I'm really productive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, who cares? It doesn't matter if you're at your desk Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. So this thing about flexible working and work-life balance, actually, I loved what he said about managing your energy and just being the most effective person when you are full mm -hmm. of energy and when you've got it. And actually recognising in yourself and then for us as leaders of businesses, recognising in our team when perhaps the energy levels are low yes. and we need to say, Go and have a half a day. Go and pick your daughter up from school. Go and, you know, because they will, they will do what needs to be done mm -hmm. when they're back to full 100%. energy. You know, so I, I really like that concept. It's really good. And it's so true. Like, if you look after people and you sort of, you, if you take into account how they feel as people and you accept that it, not everyone's the same, that really works well. Obviously within, like, a certain remit of the business, yeah. but it really helps if you can accommodate that because people buy into you and then they will go above and beyond for you, which is... Um which is which would be is great. So in our business, we're a all female, mm -hmm. just coincidentally, um, and 
most of us are mums with mm -hmm. young children. So we all work four days a week or mm -hmm. part-time. Um, and so, some people work Monday to Thursday. Some mm -hmm. people work Tuesday to Friday. Some people work half days. And you know it doesn't matter. If the job right. gets done and the business is thriving, it's fantastic. And if it means you get to go to your daughter's piano recital, how wonderful is that? Yes. You know, I, I, just, I just think in this, in this world, you cannot expect people to slog their guts out for you nine to five mm -hmm. and then that's the end of it what you want is them to go home feeling like they've they've made an impact yes. that they've been given responsibility mm -hmm. that they won't miss out on things that are important to them mm -hmm. um, and that's how you will keep great people yes. and it's hard to find great people so you need to and I don't think saying oh, we offer flexible work is good enough now no. you need to say I understand you as a human being this is what makes you tick this mm -hmm. is what you need we can accommodate that. What I need in return is yes. 110% and mm -hmm. for you to be with us as the business grows and thrives. So, yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. So, from university, you went into the marketing brand with your mum. Mm -hmm. Was that always the, the plan that you would, or would you... No, so I joined my mum's marketing agency out of uni while I was waiting to get a real job, okay. which I thought was just going to come along and land in my lap, <laughs> like I think most people leaving uni do. Um, and I started off as her personal assistant, which okay. is a great way to get to know business, because you Absolutely. deal with the whole business. Mm. Um, and then Family Business Place came along, and, mm -hmm. I just, and I loved it, so I stayed with the business, and then 10 years later... I'm still waiting for a real job and, and I found myself running this business mm -hmm. and I just think not a lot of people get that opportunity in life no. you know not a lot of people and I, I've grown up in a world where my mum's a fantastic entrepreneur she's mm -hmm. a brilliant strong woman um, and then my dad um, stayed at home and raised the family mm -hmm. and that allowed her to do that and not a lot of people get that opportunity no. so for me I've always been led to believe that anything is possible it doesn't mm -hmm. matter who you are where you're from um, you can do anything but I think a lot of people don't get that opportunity. So, mm. yeah, so here I am 10 years later. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, really cool. <laughs> and throughout the 10 years, what challenges have you sort of had to face and overcome, like, as a person and um, in business as so well? I, so I think when we lost my mum's business, that was really, mm -hmm. really tough. That probably put a strain on the whole family. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I see my friends joining big city firms, earning goodness knows how much money. And there I was thinking, what on earth am I going to do with the rest yeah. of my life? So that was really hard personally. And then I think finding my identity. So when you're following the footsteps of a brilliant entrepreneur as a parent, mm -hmm. it's quite hard to find your identity. Um, and she's, she's a very outgoing, vivacious person. So everyone knows who she is. So I think building my own reputation mm -hmm. and my own peer group behind the scenes, that, that's been quite hard. Um, and then I got pregnant, decided mm -hmm. to have a baby with my husband. And, um, and I thought, you know what? Yes, I can do this. I can, the business is in a good state. I'll go away. I'll have a baby. I'll give myself three months off and I will come back. Um, three months came and went. And I just one day said to my husband, I'm not okay. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but I feel really low. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I can't face the world. I feel like I'm in a, this big dark cloud is hanging over me. And in my head, I put it down to the baby blues. It's the mm -hmm. baby blues, it's hormones, that's what everyone tells you. Um, and then we've got a really good friend that's a midwife, and she said, you know what, baby blues don't last longer than two weeks. Okay. So, mm. uh, which I never knew, no one ever no. told me. Um, I th so I went to the doctor, and, and she said, I, I think you've got postnatal depression. Mm -hmm. So... For me, someone telling me I had depression was just like, no, it can't possibly be true. You know, I run a successful business. I, I love my family. I've got an amazing family. I've got a great mm -hmm. set of friends. Um, but I did, and I, and I had a really, really tough, crappy time. Um, mm. And I only really, 
I think telling my husband was a good start, mm -hmm. just sort of voicing it and hearing yeah. it out loud. And him feeling at the beginning completely helpless because mm -hmm. he'd seen, he didn't know what to do or how to help me. But I talked about it more and more. And then we decided to tell my mum. Mm -hmm. And then she said, I have postnatal depression with all of you. Um, but I think back then you just got on with it. Yeah. And my mum ran a business. So she went back to work after six weeks and didn't have a choice. Wow. Um, but I, I did have a choice. Mm -hmm. um, so I sat down with my mum and I said, look, this is how I'm feeling. And I did go back to work. I'm trying to balance going back to work and trying to be a mum. And I didn't mm -hmm. think I was succeeding at either of them. And mm -hmm. um, she just said, you know what? It's fine. The business will cope without you. Mm -hmm. You are my daughter. Here's my grandson. I want whatever's best for you. Mm -hmm. Take a year off. Most normal people take a year's maternity leave. It's very true. Take a year off. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that alleviated that pressure then where I just felt like, okay, it's okay now, I can mm -hmm. do this. My team were amazing, all just stepped up to the plate. The business did brilliantly without me. Um, and I just, and I managed then to enjoy being a mum. Yes. So now, you know, now I look back at photos when my son was tiny and I don't even remember him because I was in just such a horrible place. And the moments I should have been enjoying him, I had this big black cloud and I was just sobbing my heart out all the time. Um, and it was, it was really hard. And mm. I think this... I think probably for a lot of women, it's the lack of control. You go mm -hmm. from being able to control everything. Mm -hmm. If I wanted something done, it would get done. If I wanted to make a decision, it, it would be made there mm -hmm. and then. And all of a sudden, you have this baby who doesn't play by the rules, who wants to feed at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning, who doesn't want to sleep for eight hours, you know. So I think that lack of control mm -hmm. really impacted me. Mm. Um, and, and it led to, yeah, quite severe postnatal depression. So... Um, starting talking about it was probably mm -hmm. the, the best medicine I could possibly have had. I did go to the doctor and they did say there are things we can do to help you. There are drugs you can take. I don't particularly like taking no. any time up to mm -hmm. medication, so I decided not to. Um, and at that time, I, I sort of rekindled with an old school friend who was having had a baby at the same time. And she introduced me to another friend. And the three of us just managed to get through motherhood together and share all our concerns together. And it didn't care if I rocked up and I hadn't had a shower that day or I'd been wearing mm. the same pair of leggings for two weeks. It didn't matter because we were yeah. all going through it together. Mm. And I think it was okay to be open and honest. And, and I'm really happy to talk about it now because mm -hmm. I don't think enough people talk about they it. Don't. And it affects a lot of women and it's perfectly normal. It's cruel, but mm -hmm. it's normal. And if someone out there had said to me, yeah, I had really bad postnatal depression. Mm -hmm. I would have felt like, oh, okay, it's okay. Yeah. Other people do it too. But I felt really alone and it was really, really hard. Mm. So, I, yeah, so I had these couple of friends and they were phenomenal um, and they're beautiful children. And I had an amazing family mm -hmm. and I've got a fantastic husband who's just a rock. And sometimes looks at me and says, what do you want me to do? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what I want you to do. Just give me a hug. Um, mm. So that was really... Really, that's probably the hardest thing I've ever been through. It was really... And you're expected to be enjoying your baby, which, of course, I was. I yes. loved him to pieces. Um, but, like I say, I just wasn't... I wasn't in the moment because mm -hmm. this thing was hanging over me. So I took a whole year off and then went back to work. And when I went back to work, I went back as managing director. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like, yes, I've done... I've spent my time with my son. I've been a mum. I've learned how to be a mum. And now I want to go back to being me mm -hmm. and being the person that I want to be, which is running a business, running a team, building this community, inspiring people. And I have a great balance now. And, and my son gets to spend time with my mum and my dad and my sister who look after him and a childminder. And then I get all the great stuff. I get the hugs in the evening and the weekends. And it's, it's a really good, 
a good balance. Mm. But I think it's really important for women to understand that being a mum doesn't, it's not who you are necessarily. It's very true. You know, you need to have your own identity, you need to have your own self-confidence. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, how is anyone, how are you going to lead a team if you don't even believe in yourself? So I think it's okay to say, I work, it's all right. Yes. I'm building something for the future of my family and I'm enjoying it and I'm loving it. It makes me a better mum, it makes me mm -hmm. a better wife, it makes me a better leader. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's really, it's okay for women to say that. Yeah, you don't have to be scared to say I want all of it. I want everything. It's all right. I think that women feel like, like we were saying, it's about keeping all those plates spinning. Yeah. And I think women do feel bad about, especially if you're a new mum, that you have an identity. That being sometimes being a mum is not the only thing you want to be, and you want to be a person in your own right. Yeah. And I've had a lot, like some older friends, that they've got to the like when their children are starting to go to university, they're leaving, and they're like okay, what yeah. do I do now? Like, yeah. I've been a mum for so long, I don't know what's... And I don't I've, know who I am And anymore. I've got an amazing role model for a mum. Mm -hmm. So I wanted my son to grow up thinking, my mum is flipping awesome, yeah. you know. And I wouldn't have been that person had I not gone back and gone exactly. into business and done the things I wanted to do. Mm. So I want him to be able to look up to women and respect them and think they're amazing, they can achieve anything. Mm. Well, how can I expect that of him if I don't mm -hmm. sort of do it myself? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other part of that journey, like probably 99.9% .9 of women in the world was my weight and how I felt about myself. Mm -hmm. So um, probably five, six years ago, I was morbidly obese, terribly overweight, didn't do any exercise. And it got to the point where I was like, do you know what, I'm just fed up of feeling like this. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started doing a bit of running. I joined a running club. Um, I did a couple of half marathons and I built myself up and I did a marathon. Mm -hmm. And it took me all day. That's all right. I don't care. But I did it, did and it. I and only I ran those twenty six miles. Only I put one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. No one else did that for me. It was excruciating, and I probably would never ever do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd ever do a marathon. <laughs> but the sense of achievement when I crossed that line mm -hmm. was out of this world, yeah. and what a what a confidence boost mm -hmm. that was really. And then it helped me get back on track with my health and my eating and exercise, and and I think most people in business have got a competitive streak mm -hmm. um, and it's healthy it's, mm -hmm. it's good to nurture that so yeah so setting myself a sort of physical goal in terms of exercise and health and food and eating was really really important and then when you become a mum all that goes out the window because <laughs> all you want to do is make sure your kid eats and is sleeps and you know you're changing nappies and so that's another thing that I've had to train myself right okay now it's time he's fine now it's time to start looking after you again yeah you know because if if I walk into a room and I, I'm not confident in myself no no one's gonna believe in you are they no you know? exactly like yeah. if you I think that's especially true like if you say things like if you're confident about what you're saying and you're coming across really well then people automatically yeah. start they buy into you and they believe well, when you walk into saying. a room you migrate to the person with the biggest smile mm -hmm. who's, you know he's got their arms open that's the person you want to talk to exactly not the person that's just shying away in the corner you know mm. so uh, that's why I wear pink clothes wear yeah. dresses you know and and, I, and I'm proud to be a woman in business um, I don't think we need to really set ourselves apart from men in business. Mm -hmm. I think all the women I know that run businesses aren't there because they're women. Mm -hmm. They're there because they have brilliant minds, that mm -hmm. they have great ideas, that they've got grit and determination, not because they're women. But I think it is important for 
men to understand and for women to let them understand mm -hmm. that yes giving birth to a baby is huge and actually it may take you a little bit of time to recover from that and mm -hmm. there may be a bit of a fallout you may not be in a mental state that you could go back to work 100% as you once were mm -hmm. but actually if we give them a bit of leeway and we give them a bit of help and nurturing that woman can be the very best she can she could be as equally successful as any guy you know so um but I think that's a, that's an education for men and women yes to definitely. understand mm. yeah that's really important and from what you've said like listening to you talk now from what I've picked up on is not only obviously if you've got like the determination and uh like the vision overall where you want to achieve but you're very good at accepting your personal responsibility mm -hmm. and that it's down to you like you said about running the marathon yeah. it was down to you to do that and um obviously as well getting like uh, recovering from the postnatal depression accepting that responsibility was yours yes you asked for help but you seem like a person that's very good at accepting the responsibility and it lies with you to change things and I think some people do shy away from I that I think a lot of people don't like to look in the mirror no. so you can say oh, I'm overweight, but it's not my fault, mm -hmm. you know, okay, or I'm really not healthy, but it's not my fault, or mm -hmm. I'm not getting the promotion I want, but it's not my fault. There is always something you can do to mm -hmm. change things. So I think it's really important to look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. And I am really open with my whole team that I am not perfect. I don't know everything. And every single person in our office is better than I am. Mm -hmm. But that is a success to a, a, a successful, successful business, team. I think. Exactly. Yeah. So the they are all phenomenal in their own in their own right and I think it's you know any any good leader will recognize and be okay with the fact that they're not perfect and that they have flaws mm -hmm. and to to meet and take on people that are brilliant at those things because you cannot be all things to all men all the time you can't you just can't be um but I've got a great team around me I've got a fantastic family um and 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 also I think women they take on so much responsibility themselves mm -hmm. oh just let me do that just let oh I'll just do it because I'll do it properly I'll do it better and you know I have to I have to understand that I have to offer load some of that to my mm -hmm. husband and the way he does things may not be the way I would do things but it doesn't make it wrong no exactly it's just a different way of doing it you yeah. know um so I think women are just really hard on themselves <laughs> and it's okay to say do you know what I'm really not very good at that yeah. <laughs> or I really hate doing that can someone else do it because someone else will love it mm -hmm. um and I think if you can do that you will just get further faster mm -hmm. and but if you can recognize that in yourself definitely do you think that there's a pressure on women to like be the best in every area so be the best mum, the best to run a business be yeah, the best in I, the gym and, and I don't think we help each other no you know I don't think that when you rock up to the school gates and you look at that woman who's stick thin do you have no idea what's going on in her no. life but no one talks about it they look at that snapshot of the perfect so picture, when I told they? my friends actually I'm having quite bad postnatal depression they're like oh my god you would never know that I would have thought of everyone in the world mm -hmm. you look like the person that's got it all sorted you're coping with it brilliantly well that's my fault Mm -hmm. that I just made people feel like that and mm -hmm. I didn't accept help and I didn't talk about it and I think women need to be better at that mm -hmm. at saying it's okay to not be okay mm -hmm. you know um yeah definitely definitely it's that fear of being sort of judged isn't it absolutely really? absolutely but nobody is perfect how no. can we expect anyone to be perfect it's very true mm. but yeah I think sometimes you can get sucked into that certainly that um what's the word I'm looking for that um, like fake image of that women have to be all things all of the time definitely and, and they don't give guys enough credit no you know most of us got fantastic partners mm. and they just don't they just don't let them do enough and they want to do it they want yeah. to do it 
And, and like I said, it's just because it's not the way we would do it, it yeah. doesn't make it wrong. Exactly. But it can alleviate a lot of pressure off women if they just let go of some things, and you know, and ask for help. Ask your mum yeah. to take the kids to school or ask your dad to go and pick up the shopping. It's okay. Mm. You don't have to be superwoman to be a superwoman, you know. I love that. You don't yeah, I just made that off my foot. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. <laughs> and also, we, um, as a business, we do quite a lot of charity work and a lot of it has been in East Africa. So we've dug mm-hmm. borehole wells in Uganda and um, just starting to work with a charity called Mothers to Mothers. And that is about mothers becoming mentors to other other mothers That's and super. helping them through that and I think we should do more of that here mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have to be an official role but if you could just mentor someone that you can see is going through a bit of a difficult patch or is having a really hard time or just offer to make a cup of tea and, and have a chat um I think that would be that would be really helpful and really important and and the more work we do with people who have just got the most horrific things going on in their lives mm. And then there's us worrying about whether our hair is straight or curly in the rain. These women that we work with in Uganda have to walk five kilometres to get some water. The girls can't go to school when they're on their periods because there's nowhere for them to go and get cleaned up or Mm. changed. And and that sort of puts your life into perspective. It so does. So I sort of see our role in what we're doing now in building a business Mm -hmm. and as a a mum, I think my role is also then to give back and to help anyone that I can in any which way Mm -hmm. who has not perhaps got all the luxuries that I've got mm-hmm. and you know is 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 far worse off than we are and I think sometimes you just need to get a perspective on your life yeah. as well you know don't sweat the small stuff and enjoy what's happening and make the most of what's happening now and uh and my mum's friends said life is what's happening whilst you're busy making plans and it's yeah. really really true I can't wait till the wedding till my promotion till we move house till we whatever whilst you're waiting for that life is just happening exactly and it's passing you by and then you just like yeah it's either you're planning for something or you're like sometimes you'll be like oh, i'm gonna do it tomorrow yeah i'm gonna do it tomorrow yeah and there will come a day when there are no more tomorrows yeah and your life has and you have you by. to enjoy what's happening now so even if it's a really tough time mm-hmm. even if the business is having a really tough time or if you're having a, a horrible time at home or find find joy in something yeah every day mm. and just try and embrace that and be happy about it and be in the moment Mm. and I found that much more since I've had my little boy it's this thing about being in the moment Mm -hmm. so I never let him see me on my phone I don't do any work in the evenings um because I think you have to be in the moment because before I know he's going to be at school he's going to be at university he's going to be picking my care home you know and and I think if you're not in the moment now you're going to miss that and and also if you're seeing it all through through a mobile phone if you're if you're seeing it all through a camera you know, it you, you, it's happened in a photo, but you haven't actually been there in the moment. No, and you can look back and see it, but it's not the same. No. And I think the more the, as the world has got bigger, in the sense that Instagram, Facebook, everyone's can be has the opportunity to be more connected. But the whole, I just find that sometimes I'm just aimlessly scrolling through, yes. and I'm looking at all these people, and they're in Bora Bora, or yeah. they're driving their car down the Pacific Coast Highway, yeah. and it's like I'm not living my life because I'm looking at them do it and it's like I feel like sometimes it would be very easy to just fall in that trap of not forgetting to live your life but also if you want to do that (laughs) 
make it happen. Yes. It goes back to blaming other people, thinking, yeah. oh, gosh, she's got such a brilliant life. Oh, but it's because her family are rich. Well, no, it's probably not. It's probably because no. she's worked her butt off yeah. to get to where she is. So make it happen. Yeah. Make it happen. And I think that's what I've learned from working with family businesses. Mm. And you see some of, I mean, some of the biggest brands on the high street, you know, Hobbycraft, Specsavers, Warburton, they're all family businesses. Oh, hasn't landed no. on their lap. No. Someone along the line has put their house on the line, mm. has sacrificed family time, has sacrificed holidays to build that business, mm -hmm. which is now a very successful national brand. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I've learned from working with family businesses. Mm -hmm. The people behind them, they're not, you know, stuck up and silver spoon. They have worked so day hard. and night for that. Mm. And for them, it's not even about them now. It's about the people they employ the mortgages they pay, the food they put on the table, and the legacy that they're building mm -hmm. and leaving for future generations. So I think, really, the lesson I've learned is, do you know what, it's no one else's fault, yeah. it's no one else's problem, and it's no one else's responsibility, except yours. Yeah. If you want to make mm -hmm. it happen, make it happen. Yeah. Some of the most phenomenal people I've met have come from literally nothing. Mm -hmm. And they could have stood there and said, oh, do you know what, I come from a really terrible background, or I haven't got a supportive family, or I haven't got a rich... I haven't got a rich set of parents. But they didn't do that. They stood mm. up and said, I haven't got any of those things, so I'm going to make a success of it. I'm going to be the change here. Mm -hmm. um, and they are the most brilliant people, and we yeah. need more of those in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. No, yeah. I completely agree. Amalia, it's been so fantastic to Thank talk you. to you today. If people want to find out more about you and what you do, yeah. uh, where can they find you? So our website is familybusinessplace.com. Mm -hmm. We're on Twitter, all that sort of shebang. Um, and then the work that my mum does with family businesses is anitabrightlyhodges.com. Um, and we're, we're in Kent and our doors are always open to any family business if they're struggling, if they just want to share, if they just want to have a chat. Um, yeah, so that's where we are. Perfect. And I'll put the links and the social media stuff in the comments. Brilliant. Thank Brilliant. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hi again, everyone. Well, I really hope you enjoyed the show. I thought Amalia was fantastic and I really do appreciate her like coming on and really talking about like the challenges that she's faced in her life. Um, I think it's quite easy to really sweep your challenges under the carpet and just focus on successes. And yes, there is something to say that that's how you develop a positive mindset. But I think really recognising what you've been through and building on that and moving forward is so important. So again, I'm really I can't thank her enough for coming on and sharing that with us. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Um, if you'd like to leave me a comment or if you could subscribe, leave us a review on the Apple um, podcast show or on Spotify. I would love to hear your feedback. Really, really love to um, hear what you got from the show. Um, if you've got any other comments that you'd like me to take on board and similarly if you think you know anyone who'd be a really good guest and would like to get their message out in the world do just drop me a message and I'd love to hear from you. Take care and speak soon.